Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, beautiful people, it's Gwendolyn here from your virtual admin expert, and welcome to Leading Behind the Scene, your weekly dose of inspiration to equip you to excel in business and life. So we are continuing this month talking about persistence, staying the course, and making it happen no matter what, because it's the fourth quarter, and we know most games are either won or lost in the last quarter. So tonight, I am talking to my friend, the amazing Otisia Johnson. She is a published author, screenwriter, success coach, publisher, and international keynote speaker. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree in business administration and uses her education and background in business to manage her company's Boy Publications, Boy Enterprises, and O. Johnson Ministries. She is the best-selling author of 12 books and screenplays, y'all. Y'all know I don't like all that writing, but Oticia got that on lock, okay? She is also the creator of the magazine, Your Life System, The Kingdom Scribes Academy, as well as The Three-Ply Method. She don't have to tell me about that. I don't know that we talked about that one yet, which is a proven system to recession-proof your life and business. Her work has been acknowledged on multiple media platforms, including UBA, WA Magazine, and Fox 46 Charlotte. When she isn't inspiring others and doing all this amazing work, she can be found enjoying life with her husband and children and new grandson, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. I know. <laughs> so, Oticia, you and I met through a mastermind group that we were both part of. And I end up being in your pod. Mm -hmm. And I just remember instantly falling in love with you because you are just freaking brilliant. Just, just brilliant. Thank you. And what do you remember about that initial contact? Because it's been what, maybe a year now or so? Maybe a little over It's been a while. Yeah. I think it's been over a year. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. What do you remember about that? I remember thinking this woman is a freaking rock star and I can't wait to pick her brain. (laughs) I was like, she does what? Who is she? How do I not know her? We should be friends. I said the same exact thing. I was like, why is her name never come up across my feet? What is going on? Why didn't anybody tell me like all the things? Exactly. Who is she? Why don't I know this amazingness? I need all of her tools. All all the stuff that goes on in her brain, I need all of that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And every session, I kid you not, was just amazing because we walked away with an idea or flushing something out every single time that we met. And so I was like, I got to get some of that wisdom so she can come on and share with us because I can only imagine all the things that you have done, all the things that you have created, 
there had to have been some resistance and some challenging mm-hmm. times throughout that process. <laughs> so much. So, okay, let's, let's just start off by saying every journey starts with challenging times. Mm. So those first few years, I was like, what the heck are you doing? Who told you that you could publish books? Like, because that's how I got my start. I started just thinking I was going to write and publish books. And I sold less than a hundred copies of my first book. And I went, what just happened? I spent how much money to sell this many books? What happened to all those people who say you should write a book? Cause I'm going to buy it. Well, so I had those thoughts initially. Um, and then I realized the difference between me and the people who were successful was time. They just kept going, right? Time and chance happens to us all. If you just keep going, you put the system in place, you keep working the system, eventually you're going to get in front of the right audience. You're going to be able to fine tune your message and things begin to really take off. But if you give up when it gets hard, then you miss out on the reward that comes at the end of all that hard work. Oh, I love that. So for those of you who don't know, Boy Enterprises stands for bet on yourself. How did you come up with that? Because I'm just like, that is just dope. So (laughs) tell me about this journey to starting Boy Enterprises and how you even came up with that name. So at the time, I was really, everything was like, oh, Johnson, this. Like, I, I was just playing around with my name because I don't like naming things. I just don't. I'm super creative, but I hate having to come up, even like characters when I'm writing, I hate having to come up with names. And I remember at the time, because, you know, a lot of, um, now there are a lot of quotes about betting on yourself, but back then it wasn't as popular of a phrase. And so I remember at the time my husband was writing his first book and he was thinking about titling the book, Bet on Yourself. And he was just talking to me about some success principles uh, that go along with what it means to actually wake up every day and bet on yourself. And I was driving and just having one of those days, you know how it it seems like nothing is going the way that it should. And I was just driving like, man, you know, I've tried this, I've tried that. And I was kind of just going through all the different things that I tried and what hadn't worked. And it kind of came to me, the thing that you're missing is exactly what he was just talking about. You keep trying to employ all of these other techniques. You keep trying to partner with all these other companies. You refuse to bet on yourself. What if you really just get up every day and decide that you are going to go 100% all in for you, for your brand, for your legacy every single day? And that it came to me, I need that reminder. I need to be reminded every day to bet on myself. So what better name for the company, B-O-Y, bet on yourself. Oh my gosh, I love that. And that is so key in entrepreneurship, right? Because you're going to have those moments. I tell the ladies in my program all the time, like nobody's talking about the times when you're on the floor up under the desk, like- Come on, <laughs> crying, rocking, looking for Ben and Jerry. I don't know where Ben and Jerry was. Like, I needed them. <laughs> like- what just happened? Like, what is going on? Like that, none of that planned or mapped out the way that I thought it did in my no. head or like I planned for like happened. Try this again. What in the world is that? Right. And so I love that because it's like, you got to be intentional. You got to wake up every single day. Like, 
okay, that was a flop. Yes, yesterday didn't quite go as I had planned it to, but we're gonna do it again today. That part. I'm gonna bet on me. That part. Because here's the thing: you have people out there who are successful for that sole purpose right there. Exactly. Exactly. Look at Diddy. I always go back to Diddy because I love his rise, right? And and he, to me, I like to go to people who've been around 10, 20, 30. Like, I don't want to talk to the person who just came up yesterday. No. But you go back to when he was hanging posters and just promoting concerts at HBCUs. And one of the things that I always remember him saying was that he he would, no matter what, he would not be outworked. Like his, his work ethic and his mentality was, I'm going to eat no matter what. I know that's right. And that's the mentality that I had to take on. Like I used to put in mad hours for other people. I've built businesses. I've built national accounts. Like I know what I'm capable of. I've done all of this for somebody else and I'm going to give up when it comes time for me. Cause one thing didn't go right. Like that's bananas. And so I decided that I was going to go all in. I wasn't going to have a job. There was not, there's no plan B. This is it. This has got to work. If this doesn't work, we all starve. We losing everything. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you something. There is no motivation like hunger. At least for me. Okay. Because your girl like to eat. That part. What she's not going to do is be hungry that part and i want to eat some good food hungry and homeless those are my two biggest motivators let me i'm just telling because the sister have been homeless before okay so hungry and homeless are two things i promise will never happen again never happen again won't go there again so when you hear the word persistence what comes to mind for you this is gonna sound so bananas (laughs) right (laughs) But I heard an analogy a few years ago and it changed the way that I view persistence. And they talked about how a crackhead, how an addict gets up every day broke, but every day they figure out how they're going to get that fixed. Oh my. They have nothing every day. Most of the time they don't have a place to live. They don't have a job that's giving them guaranteed income, but they figure out every single day how they're going to get their fix. And I thought about it and I said, persistence is getting up every day and figuring out how you're going to outwork the crackhead. I'm somebody, not going to let. Somebody need to tweet that. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's a real That's tweet persistence. Right how are you going to outwork the crackhead every single day? So think about what they do every day to get that $10 or that $20. And then you figure out how to 10X that so that you're getting $200. How are you going to take it up to $2,000? What do you need to do every day? Because persistence is not just based on one victory. It's the snowball effect, turning one victory into 365 victories, into two years worth of victories, three years worth of victories. But the winner is the person who keeps going. And they don't give up. No. They don't stop. There's no, they they have no shame. They have no fear. That part. And they are not going to quit until they get what it is they woke up to get. Every day. Every day. Right there. Every day. There's that internal need. They have that physiological need for that fix, right? If entrepreneurs would take a lesson from an addict, come on. Imagine what you can do when you put forth that same type of energy. Instead of giving yourself an out, 
well, I'll just go and do this other thing over here. I'm going to take this freelancer gig. I'm going to take this part-time thing over here. Instead of persisting in the thing that you said you wanted. No one put a gun to your head and made you go into business. That part. You said you wanted this. So you're going to let somebody who is less talented, less gifted, less intelligent in some cases, you're going to let them outwork you because your mindset is wrong. You got a lazy mentality. Like, come on, come on, sis. You can do better than that. Come on. I know y'all toes probably hurt right now, but it's okay. It's all in love. Trust me. (laughs) We love (laughs) y'all so much, so much. It's to help you. I promise. (laughs) But that is so true. Like what shifts do we need to make mentally so that we stay the course? Right. What is that? Right. I think a lot of it goes into, just as you mentioned earlier, how hungry are you? Are you hungry just because you want something to eat? Or do you have a a palate that is trained for quality, right? So if I want, I don't eat beef, but if I ate beef and I wanted filet mignon, right? Am I going to settle for beef flavored ramen noodles? Oh, absolutely not. No. Like, why would I do that? Absolutely not. Beneath me. (laughs) Not that ramen noodles are. What I'm saying is when you have an appetite for your goal, right? To settle for less than that, when you can absolutely achieve anything that you desire, it's because you have a mindset that is comfortable with settling. Wow. And as long as your mindset is comfortable with settling, you're never going to go after the thing that really sets your soul on fire. Wow. That's good. So what are some things that entrepreneurs can do? to be more persistent. You got to get up in the morning, make a decision to bet on yourself. What are some other things that they could potentially do to kind of train themselves to get there? Number one, uh, you need to burn your plan B. Burn it. Take your plan B, have a a, a memorial service for your plan B, (laughs) say a few words over the body. (laughs) Burn your plan B. Because so many times you will give up on yourself because plan B is comfortable and it's easy to access. It doesn't require you to stretch. It doesn't require you to go beyond what you currently know to learn, educate yourself. It doesn't require you to be persistent. So burn it, burn it, burn your bridges. Do not have another option. That's the, the second. Well, really the first thing is wake up, determine to bet on yourself. The second thing is going to be to burn all of your bridges, burn your plan B. The next thing that I would say is to do exactly what you and I did when we uh, met each other. Get around like-minded individuals. Stop talking to mediocre people about your big vision and your big goal, your big dream, because they're so comfortable in mediocrity, they'll never do anything great. And they'll talk you out of your greatness. That part. And you won't even realize it sometimes. No. You look up, you're like, it's been 10 years and all of us still in the same place, doing the same thing. We didn't gain some gray hair and a couple of pounds, but we ain't gained no commas in our bank account. There's a problem here. We ain't got no better food on our table. Come on. We ain't moved. We still on the same block. Like, what is happening right here? And this is why you have to be so intentional, right, about even the conversations that are happening around you, because you'll find yourself 
rehashing, re-listening to the same things and you're wondering why you can't make movement. Exactly. Because everywhere you go, you're allowing people to remind you of what was. Exactly. Exactly. And not what can be or encouraging you about what can. That's something like we can only talk about what used to be so many times. What exactly. you're doing right now? What's your plan for the future? Can we talk exactly. about that? Exactly. Like, what's what's your vision? What's the goal? I need mm-hmm. something I can support you in that I can get behind and cheer you on for. Exactly. Not this other crap, because that don't do nothing. Like, it does nothing but aggravate me. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, too, you mentioned something. I think a lot of people need to physically get out of their current location. Mm. The number of adults who don't travel is mind blowing to me. I don't understand that. Even if you don't have a lot of money, repurpose what you have and take yourself to a new location. I was able to tap into my gift of screenwriting because I went to LA and hung out. I went to the bookstores. I talked to the locals. I started reading these books about uh, screenwriting. I went and watched films after reading those books and it unlocked a whole new part of me. But I really believe had I not gone and immersed myself in Hollywood, I actually went to a studio. I watched a show being filmed. I watched producers at work. That changed my perspective and opened up my mind to something new. But if you never travel, you miss that. I love that. And and when you say that, I find that to be so true because if I just kind of look back over the course of my life, it was when I got around people who were thinking differently than me, mm-hmm. people who were doing things that I never even imagined. Because let's be clear, entrepreneurship wasn't my calling card. Like I wasn't the girl that woke up and was like, oh, I'm not going to have a boss. I'm going to be my own boss. That that wasn't me. I had a corporate cushy job that I was very, very happy with. Okay. I would still be there to this day if God hadn't changed the trajectory of my journey because I wasn't unhappy. I was perfectly fine. But it wasn't until getting around different people. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was mm-hmm. in corporate America, I wanted to be around the directors and the VPs because mm-hmm. they were always talking about places they had traveled to. I hadn't been anywhere. They were talking about the things that they were working on outside of work. And I would just be like, that's amazing. Like people, people do that. People do that kind of stuff. <laughs> And then I just got interested. You know, it was even simple things like the restaurants that you go to mm-hmm. and that changes. And so you have to get around other people who are thinking and doing differently than you. And guess what? Sometimes folks ain't going to understand that. Right. Sometimes people going to have something to say about that. Mm-hmm. But if this is a necessary part of you up leveling, if this is a necessary part of you betting on yourself, mm-hmm. then you got to ask yourself, do I want to keep hanging on to this old and let these people talk me out of something? Or do I want to go learn something different so I can unlock something new? Right. Something that's going to inspire me, something that's going to motivate me to keep going. Because let's be clear, this 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 thing of entrepreneurship is no joke. No, it's not. It is not for the faint at heart. No, it's not. I don't care care what the glamorous things y'all be seeing and the people Mm -mm. be telling y'all about. 
Oh, I did. I made, um, there was a process. There's a backstory to that that you ain't that heard. Part, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's some things that didn't go right. That part. So I'm like, you have got to build that in and you just have to be committed. Like no matter the cost, I am going to see this thing through. I like the idea of what you said, just going in, knowing there's going to be some challenges. I think even if, if somebody just tells us that part, right. Just know when you start this thing, you in for a battle. Absolutely. Just knowing that, then you can develop the mindset that says, okay, I got to keep going because here's the reality of it. If you don't persist in your vision, in your dream, somebody else will. That part. And they'll hire you to help them build their vision. And then you're going to really be mad and resentful. That part. Let's just As they tell you that. what your time is worth. That, I think for me, <laughs> seriously, like, okay. You have to unlock a whole nother can of worms that we ain't even got time for. <laughs> I, I just cannot stand the idea. How are you going to tell me what an hour of my time is worth? Okay. I, I just need to say, I, had, I feel like I needed to get that off my chest. That's disrespectful. You cannot tell me what my time is worth. What my time is worth and what my skill is worth. That part. And what my expertise is worth. That part. We're going to come back for probably a part two to talk about that because that's a whole uh-huh. That's a whole subject in itself. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah. That part right there. I am just so excited. I hope y'all been writing notes, taking notes because she dropped a whole bunch of gems and a whole bunch of lessons to take back that can be applied to not just your business, but to your life. That's the thing. All of these things are applicable across the board. So what would you say? What would be your number one tip to somebody who is having a difficult time just kind of pushing through? Like they just feel so stuck and don't feel like they can make it. What would you say to them? Number one, change your vision. So instead of looking at how difficult it has been or the things that you feel are holding you back, instead, I want you to get in your car and drive to the area of town that inspires you the most, right? So if you are a person who likes skyscrapers, go downtown or uptown, whatever it's called in your city. If you like lavish homes, go to the most expensive neighborhood that's not gated that you can access, but put yourself. Don't calling us if you get arrested. <laughs> Some of you like can't get in there. But put yourself in the environment that inspires you, because once you put yourself in front of inspiration, it's very difficult to stay in depression. It's very difficult to stay down and to feel as though you can't achieve it when you see that somebody else did right? Put yourself in the environment that shows you what's possible so that you can stop rehearsing what the the narrative that's currently going on in your head. This allows you to change the narrative. Now you can move forward with fresh eyes because your vision has been renewed. Oh, I love that. I love that. So, Ms. Alticia, thank you so much for joining me. We always have a fabulous time whenever we talk. Absolutely. We we could go on, on and on, but for the sake of time, we will pause. So thank you for saying yes when I reached out. I truly appreciate it. Always. Beautiful people. If you enjoyed this, which I know you did, I know you were inspired tonight. You probably got a, a swift kick in the pants as well, but just take it all in love. 
Be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at your admin expert and subscribe to the email list on the website at your virtual admin expert.com for tools and tips and strategies that I don't necessarily share on social media. Oticia, tell the beautiful people how they can connect with you. I'm very, very easy to find. I'm O.R. Johnson everywhere online. Uh, I like to hang out most on Facebook and Instagram. Those are my two places because that's where my peeps are. Uh, If you are interested in any type of publishing services, you can find me at betonyourselfent.com, betonyourselfent.com. Yes. So thank you for tuning in and I will see you next week for another segment of Leading Behind the Saints. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scenes. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.